This ESPN Chicago podcast is presented by 19 Crimes Wine. This is Waddle and Sylvie on WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. A good karma brand's radio station. Some football. We've talked a lot of Kyrie Irving and bad teammates. By the way, the Kyrie deal is not done yet. Woj uh, dropped the nugget that uh, the Nets are looking now for a third team. Yeah, trying to sweeten the deal. Huh? Really odd stuff. But uh, Super Bowl week is here. Andrew Siciliano will be down in Arizona uh, coming up later in the week. He works for the NFL Network. He is the original Red Zone dude. He basically invented it. He did with, invent it. With uh, the directors and the producers at DirecTV. Um, he worked here for uh, a few years, and it's where I got to know him. Longtime friend of mine. And uh, it's pride and joy of Syracuse, one of those Syracuse bots. that just They just keep producing I think these Tyler guys. was chewing, chewing on his ear on the phone earlier. You, do you talk, Tyler, do you talk to the Syracuse guys longer when you... When you dial them in, uh, every once in a while, yeah. What's what's kind of the saying? You, you go orange, you, well, like when you, you, you like is here, Sometimes I'll ask them about this game called Media Cup, which is where the radio station plays against the newspaper in the Carrier Dome. We play against each other. Really? Yeah. Such a dork. And he also <laughs> always he always closes out the conversation with "In Bayheim we trust," which yeah. is always <laughs> no, weird. No, nah, no. We got to ask you two about that at the end of the yeah, conversation. Yeah, looks like he's coming there, back. There's some weird Bayheim stuff. For 23 too. 24. Yeah. Ready. Uh, so let's Go bring on. him in right now, Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Network. Hey, what's going on, Andrew? I mean, that might be, whether it's factual and accurate or not, the best intro and the longest intro I've ever had. How are no, you, you worked with Copic. <laughs> You've had longer intros than that. Come on. <laughs> My gosh, uh, choose one. Uh, yeah, that guy. Um, before we get into the Bears and the Super Bowl, take us take us down uh, memory lane. Um, the red zone. You're you're the original. When this thing started, and and like a lot of people will say, for the sports viewer, it is maybe the greatest invention ever, and changed the way we consume the NFL product. Um, how did it start? How did you get started with it? And what do you remember about how it evolved? Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of places to go there, but but I'll, I'll start with who invented it. You say I did. I, I, I did not. The the legendary David Hill, who used to run Fox Sports and DirecTV, uh, the big Aussie who helped bring the NFL to Fox, who put together the original JD and Howie and Terry pregame show. Um, who put the blue dot on the hockey puck, uh, that guy. David Hill invented it. And years earlier, it, it had been in Italy um, for their Saturday Serie A soccer games. And Eric Shanks, who is now the president of Fox Sports, was back um, working with Fox and with DirecTV. And he had been in Italy and seen that, and David had seen that, and, and they decided they wanted to do this for the NFL. And so they wanted to launch it in 2005. At the time, I was at FSN, Fox Sports Net, all Fox in one building um, in Los Angeles. And I had been doing a fantasy football show, anchoring some other stuff, but was also on Fox Sports Radio at the time, which was on in Los Angeles. And so we were basically the LA Sports Radio morning show. Um, and Shanks called me up, and Eric and I knew each other, but not really well. And called me up and said, hey, um, you know, David wants somebody with a radio background and moves really fast. 
Um, you've done play-by-play. Um, we have this idea. Can you come in? Sure. I said, obviously. We sat down and talked about it. And honestly, at first, I, I was confused as to how it would work and, and honestly, if it would work. Um, nothing had ever been done like that, but I knew I wanted to say yes, and I did say yes immediately. Um, part of me, though, was thinking, man, I have such a great group of friends that I sit on the couch with on Sunday afternoons, and we go to my buddy's dad's house, and he's got the man cave, and we drink beer, and like we, like I'm going to miss that. Am I giving that up for this? Um, I didn't think it would take off like it did, and, and initially, like we, our hands were tied because you know David, David was with Fox and direct tv and so he green he gave the green light to year one this started a year early it was supposed to start in 06 um when the new tv deals kicked in but david wanted it in 05 and so he gave yes to the fox rights cbs said no we agreed to 06 so our first year we couldn't even show cbs games live so depending on how the games were distributed that year on the or that week on the schedule there were some weeks we only had three games um so it took us a year or two, really, I think, for us to get our footing, but um, people started watching other than my parents, and, and, and it kind of took off. Well, and you may be partial, Andrew, but I think, I don't know, do you feel the way, I think Sylvia and I kind of agree that this is the greatest invention in sports television, wouldn't you say? Yes. Yes, I, I do, only because it was copied so many times, and, and we did it at first, like two years later, and we, we did something called Strike Zone um, for Major League Baseball, uh, which now MLB Network produces the same idea, and they do a great job with it. Um, baseball, though, doesn't have the urgency, because there's only 17, now 18 of these weeks, right? And, and the urgency, the, the way entire seasons can swing every time teams take the field, it's not the same with baseball, but it's been copied in college basketball for the tournament, um, for the EPL that NBC does. For In every major sport in almost every major country, I've hosted two Olympics for NBC doing a show called The Gold Zone with all these different Olympic events, both for winter and summer games. So, uh, yes, it, it's been copied, and um, it's now we have an entire generation of, of young fans that grew up with two things. They grew up with fantasy, and they grew up with a Red Zone channel. And that's the only way they now can consume the sport. And it's like we didn't invent America's short attention span. We just came <laughs> along at the right time. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Andrew, like, you know me. I like to fight the fight. Um, I've never backed down from a, a good fight. Um, and, well, physical I have, but uh, yeah, I, I, like I good, see you turning and running when I, it really gets physical. I, I, I like a good verbal fight. And like recently with Greg Olson, we've taken up the fight. We want Greg Olson to remain in the number one booth. And Brady said today he's going to wait another year. So hopefully our buddy Greg Olson gets to stay in the number one booth. How do we get to keep you with the consolidation that's going on to keep you the original as as the red zone host mark there are things that are above my pay grade i I will say this number one i love you um you're a dear friend um from the day i first got to chicago in 1996 and i got thrown on the bears beat at the old hallis hall in lake forest and and we sat there as human mic stands uh listening to dave wanstead um back in the day um (laughs) you you have always helped me along the way, and I appreciate your love and support. Number two, uh, as I said, things are out of my control. We had a great 18-year run at DirecTV. Scott Hansen does a fantastic job. I have no idea what the future brings. Um, I am, as Mongo once said in Blazing Saddles, Mongo just pawn in game of life. 
and uh, I am excited for the future, whatever the future brings. Um, who knows what my Sundays could look like? I've always loved to call games. Um, love doing the Senior Bowl a couple of days ago in Mobile. Hope for more of those opportunities as well. Um, is that a hint? I'm excited. Is that Just a, don't a, know. Are you dropping a hint the, on our doorstep no, right I, there? I am excited for the future, whatever the future brings. Uh, Scott is host of NFL Red Zone, um, and he's done a fantastic job with it. Sylvia and I will subscribe to a service where we like if we'll just we'll watch you for four hours well, or five I, hours. I think you should rent out your services, yeah. and you could make even I, more money where you go to someone's house and you actually yes. spin them around the NFL and you narrate it. Like think about the thousands of dollars you can make by going to someone's house personally and do what you normally just do. I have a, a, a great friend uh, named Matt Paget who runs a PR firm here in Los Angeles. He he actually had that same idea as well. I should should connect you guys. Um, I'm mean, I'm down for weddings and bar mitzvahs. I mean, there's there's cameo as well. Um, you know, I could still do uh, and 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 Aaliyah. I have not forgotten the blessing after the haftorah. I have it memorized. You 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 give me a gig. Sylvie, I'll show up for it. Yeah, yeah. Opco says, uh, for me, Sundays include football and your voice. Thank you, Andrew. So that's uh, someone in our Twitch chat right now. I mean, like, you're you're their soundtrack, Andrew. Yeah. You're I mean, on, hold on, back up. You're on Twitch? Yeah. You didn't know that? Wow. I didn't know that. You're big time now. Oh, yeah. Wow. Great Imagine Twitch. if we had Twitch when sitting in your apartment in 96 playing NFL Blitz before, you know, going out to... Uh, what was, the, what was the name of that bar on Division that we used to go to? All what the was it? I, leg Room. The Leg Room, yes. The Leg Room on the yeah. div, on Division. We would, we would stay and we would play NFL Blitz yeah. to like 10 or 10.30. They would get heated, as you oh, know. Of course it would. Yeah, <laughs> of course. I, I would think that. I, don't be shocked if there was a crude version of Twitch because Sylvie taped everything that went on in that apartment at that time. <laughs> There may be videos. There may be old, you know, VHS tapes of all that transpired. I don't need to hear about the hidden cameras in yeah. this home. That was Twitch before Twitch was Twitch. Sylvie was recording everything that you did when you stopped by his apartment. That made that's you feel creepy. freaky, that, didn't that's it? That's creepy. Didn't it make you feel a little creepy, Andrew? Uh, I have no comment on that. Okay. Andrew, right. do you, I was telling the boys this on Halloween this past year. Do you remember when you and I went to... Um, leg room and we thought it was the week before halloween and we thought it was the time that it, everyone was going to dress up right but instead it was the weekend after halloween was their big halloween costume right. party which makes no sense and then you wore like like a michael jordan mask and i w dressed up in some costume and we were the only two people who were dressed up in halloween costumes yeah, it was a bit much. Yeah, I, I the Michael Jordan mask was it was like one of those paper mask United Center giveaways, <laughs> right? With the, with like the rubber band in the back. Yes, and that was my entire costume. I think I wore I think I wore Nikes and a paper United Center giveaway mask. Or no, it might have been from Jordan's restaurant. It was one of the two. It was a giveaway mask from one of those two. Yeah, pretty embarrassing. Nine at the Roxbury before, before nine at the Roxbury was a all, thing. You know it. Yeah, you know it. Hey, you know, Sylvie mentioned Tom Brady taking over uh, the number one analyst chair eventually at Fox. Do you are you convinced, Andrew, that he'll actually, after a year off away from the game, that it is something he will truly want to pursue? 
It's a great question, uh, Tom. I have not seen the contract, but I have had the same thought that uh, it's a year off, which gives him a chance to, to find something else to do during the year. Not questioning right. the man's commitment, but who knows how the deal is entirely structured. Um, like when I saw that number at first, I'm like, are they really paying him nearly $400 million? God bless him. But, I mean, that's that's a heck of a commitment. Um, and it's a very long commitment as well. Um, I'm happy for the guy that he's taking a year off. I mean, you, if, you've following, if you've been following him on Instagram of late, it's nothing but photos of the family and the kids and – daddy-daughter stuff. It, it's great. I mean, everyone deserves that time to reset and recharge and get the, the hours back with your family that you feel you've lost over the years. Uh, but if he's not playing football, which he won't be, and not doing the TV thing, get ready next fall for endless speculation. Mm. Yeah, I, I guarantee you. Can't you see this like the first time some all-pro quarterback gets injured? We, we have the conversation why don't they call Tom Brady? Yeah. Oh, all, yeah. You, you know that's going to happen. Of course. Yeah, for sure. All, it's going to happen all training camp, too. Yeah. Oh, sure. For a team that doesn't have the quarterback. This one feels different to me, though. I don't know. Maybe I'm the only oh, one that totally feels different. Yeah. Like, this one yeah. feels like you may call him, but he ain't answering. I, I don't think he's going to answer. But but look how, I mean, you guys remember how weird it felt last year. He retired. Okay, wow, that's shocking. Really? And then it's, he's coming back. And I can't tell you how many texts I got from people around the league when he announced he's coming back saying, wait a minute, he's not coming back to the box. There's no way he's coming back to the box, right? Something's going to happen. They're going to trade him. This is all an inside move. There's, there's something going on here. Yeah. Well, it turns out there's something going on with Bruce Arians all of a sudden, you know, left the owners meetings early from Miami and then hit send on a press release the day after everyone had gone home that he's no longer the head coach. Um, however, that whatever that timeline looks like, we'll never know. But uh, I, I do think that he's truly done. How about uh, Aaron Rodgers? What do you think his next destination is? So, allegedly, today he's doing an astrology conference. Did you see that? <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. I'm a Virgo, guys. What are you? Yeah, Virgo. I'm Pisces. I'm a fish. Okay. I mean, do and, and just before we talk Aaron Rodgers, do either of you really believe no. that where the stars were in the sky the day that you were born has any bearing on your life? None, no. not in the no. slightest. It no. is it is the biggest load of garbage <laughs> of all time. Yes. Anyway, that said. Um, sort of like dry January. Today. I think dry January <laughs> and <laughs> that are in the same same category. Yeah. I was just in Mobile for a week. Try that there. Um, <laughs> the uh, Where were we? Uh, yeah, Rogers. I, part of me thinks he, he's going to want out. And the way the contract is structured, I don't know that for certain, but the, the way the contract is structured, it's actually not hard to trade, and it's better to trade this year than next year. Um, for what I've been told, people that understand the cap better than me. So and I, I would the not trade, be surprised. I think that, that really it works best for the Packers, doesn't it? It's got to be after yes. June 1. How would that kind of factor into the decision a team that is giving up compensation for him? That's a long time to wait for something like that when the season, you know, is right around the corner. I think the bigger issue, and that's a good, that's a good point. The bigger issue is how long am I going to have him? Mm-hmm. So let's say I'm going to give up a one and then some, or two ones. I mean, who knows what it would be, but you're, he's not going to be cheap. So if I'm going to make that massive investment for Aaron Rodgers, can I get a commitment from Aaron that he's going to play at least two years? Is he going to go through this next year as well? 
And what will the sun and the moon and the ayahuasca tell him <laughs> next offseason? Like, I, that, that's what I'd want to know if I'm a GM or an owner trading away anything of value to get him. He automatically makes your football team better. Clearly, that, that, that's a no-brainer. But, like, are the Raiders roster-wise, because people want to say Vegas now that Tom's not going there, are they in a position to give up the seventh overall pick for Aaron Rodgers and think that all of a sudden they're competing with the Chiefs this year? Mark Davis may do some odd things. You never know. Listen, part of me didn't want Brady to go there, and everyone thought he was going there. You guys know that. Everyone thought if he comes back, he's going to... He's going to Vegas. I thought he should go to Miami. They've already given up the number one. They've been penalized. You may as well sign him. But part of me thought it was going to be sad in Vegas. Like, you know, it's that it's that end of, like, that sad old act that used to be great playing Vegas as their retirement gig, right? <laughs> it's just it didn't feel right. But I don't know. Maybe it could have worked with Josh McDaniels. I'm glad it's not happening. Yeah. Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Network for another couple minutes. It's Waddle and Sylvie. Uh, So you said you were in Mobile. What did you did you get some time with Luke Getze and what do you make of him? I did. I actually uh, got a lot of time with him. Our paths seemingly crossed uh, a lot of nights at dinner. Um, I I really like him. I really like him a lot. Um, You know, I, I think he's bullish on his quarterback there, which is good. Um, and I think they're building something. Um, the key is to find um, good building blocks in in uh, on both sides of the line um, down in Mobile. There, there was no, let's say right now, the first overall pick is not there. It, it, it was not there for the Bears. We, we know that definitively if they keep the number one overall pick. Uh, but there are plenty of edge rushers. There are plenty of offensive linemen. Um, you know, obviously, John Michael Schmitz from Minnesota is getting a lot of love because he's a local kid. Um, he, he's absolutely a guy that makes that offensive line better. Um, and Abare from Northwestern as a three technique. He, I mean, they moved him inside this week, and wow, he was amazing. I know Pat Fitzgerald probably wanted him back for another year of seasoning, but he proved that he's NFL ready, I think, in Mobile. Um, there are a lot of building block pieces that I think he and, uh, and Ryan Pace, or Ryan Poles, I beg your pardon, had a, uh, had a front row seat for, and teams historically that are there and coach and see everyone um, firsthand um, draft a lot of guys from the Senior Bowl, so that would not surprise me. Andrew, what does the rest of the NFL universe think about our team in the direction we are heading in the short run and maybe down the road as well? I think they like the coach and they like the, um, the GM, and I think they uh, love – Justin Fields' potential, and I, I can't, I can't tell you how, how you guys know this, how lucky they got to have Week 18 turn out the way it did. Yeah, because get out of that pick and, and get whatever you can for it. And let's say you go down to four, you go down to five, wherever it is you go, you are going to get a primo defensive player. That's what you want by moving down a couple of picks. You are going to get that guy, and, and even if it isn't Will Anderson. Or even if it isn't Jalen Carter, if it's Tyree Wilson, regardless, there is going to be a pick in that top ten. If you stay in the top ten, that can be a game changer and a franchise builder on your defense. It worked out great for them. I, you know, the the thirty second overall pick for Chase Claypool is yet to pay dividends. That one was a head scratcher at the time and remains one now. Mm. But I think they are set up for success. We 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 saw mock today, and we're going to talk about it later at five, Andrew, um, where the Bears had a trade with the Colts. They go from one to four, and the Colts give up, obviously, the fourth overall pick. The Bears get their early second-round pick. 
and then they get next year's third round pick from the Colts as well. Waddle thought that was light. Um, what what is your thought at just hearing that? Your initial thought on that package. The most important thing here is to get multiple suitors, right? Multiple bidders to drive that price up. I'd want a future one. I'd want a one and a future one. Uh, but it also depends on how low you're dropping. So let's say it's the Raiders at seven. You're going you're gonna to ask more if it's the Raiders trading from, from them than, than you would from the Colts because you don't want to drop all the way down to seven. Um, it might be hard to get two number ones from Indy to go up only three spots. But you can definitely ask. You can definitely ask. And that's why, you know, d- don't be surprised if Ryan Poles um, says something. And this is not with inside information. I'm just saying to drive up the price. If in another interview he doesn't sound as bullish on Justin Fields, right? You have to say what you have to say to try to drive up the price because you have a lottery ticket. I don't know if it's a $750 billion or million-dollar Powerball ticket like tonight, but you have a lottery ticket, and you need to make sure that you get the most you can for it. All right, we'd be remiss if we didn't get your Super Bowl thoughts. What are you uh, planning to uh, see on Sunday? Um, right now I'm leaning Eagles because of their run game, um, but I do reserve the right on future uh, Radio Row, although it's not called Media Row, I'm told, on, on future Radio Row interviews or Twitter to hedge my selection and claim I was right on Monday morning. Okay. Okay. That's fine. We won't be offended. No. That's for sure. All right, Andrew. Good stuff. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Andrew. It's fun as always, guys. Sorry we're not going to see you in Phoenix, but uh, you guys going to spring training or something yes. like that? Yes. Well, we'll be in uh, Arizona for spring break at the All end right. of March. Beautiful. All right. Meet me I'll out there. Out All right. I'll come out and see you guys then. All right. See you there. See you, Bye. buddy. There's Andrew Siciliano, a good friend. As you heard, uh, we've known each other since uh, the mid-90s. So uh, what's the story with what they're doing now? With Is there well, consolidation? There, yes. The word is, is there's only going to be one. And it's only going to be the one with YouTube, right? Isn't that where the ticket's going? Yeah. It's only mm-hmm. going to be the one with, or, you know, the one, the NFL Network one, which is the one that uh, Scotty's doing. Right. Scotty Hansen. And there's not going to be two red zones anymore. There's only going to be one. So the one, the original one that Andrew's been doing, supposedly, is no longer going to exist. So the word on the street is is his is not going to be available anymore. Yeah, because that was produced by DirecTV, and obviously they don't have the ticket package, so they're not going to have. Funny thing is, is Andrew also works at the NFL Network, right? Yeah. So, but he maybe did, they I split up the. Do maybe they split up the the schedule and they both do booth? it? Who knows? I thought it was interesting that he also said that he likes doing games. Maybe he'll be doing games. I thought he was delivering us some possible news. That'd probably be very good as well. He's great at his job, that's for sure. All right, the good, the bad, the dirty coming up next. All right, as a city full of frozen pizza fans, Chicago knows that we can count on Connie's to deliver authentic pizzeria flavor right at home. Connie's means quality because their frozen pizzas are made with only premium ingredients. We even enjoyed here In the old National Bank studio, whether you have a taste for their famous cornmeal-dusted thin crust, we love the pepperoni, or their crispy on the outside, soft and airy inside pizzeria-style crust, Connie's Frozen has you covered with restaurant-quality pies you can cook on your own time. You can find Connie's wherever frozen pizzas are sold, like Mariano's, Julasco, Meyer, and Costco, and bring home the best today. Connie's real pizzeria flavor is in the house. 
Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. The good. It's gone! Oh my God! The bad. That is so bad, that is absolutely brutal. And the dirty. I'm talking about nasty. So many stories are running through my head right now. Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. Right, it's the good, the bad, and the dirty. Go around the room, one thing good, one thing bad, one thing dirty. And uh, we'll recap the sports weekend or anything else that we came in contact with over the weekend. You get us started, Waddle. What's your good? Uh, well, I, I wrote this down. Maybe it was a premature good because then I heard there may be some hanky-panky. But Aaron Rodgers won the title uh, a title this weekend. Rogers and his partner Ben Silverman. Yes, it's my brother. That's a lie. Uh, the two of them won the AT and T Pebble Beach Pro Am. But I heard Carmen the Good Kid saying that maybe there was some some handicap uh, handicap hanky panky. I heard Graziano say something like uh, Rogers was playing with a ten handicap when he's like a two. Well, how can you, like, you, you, I would think in, in those events, you have to enter a handicap. Like, when I go play in my, my father's event in June down in Tennessee, I have to give them a handicap, a handicap index. I've played maybe 15 rounds of golf in three years. My handicap is a number. I have to play as a 10. I can't play to a 10 right now, a 9 or a 10. But I have to put it in. Has Yurko cheated with his handicap? Of course not. Johnny the Good Kid is a stand-up individual. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, with that kind of stuff, there's honor uh, amongst really? men. Yes. Uh, okay. But with Aaron Rodgers, like, to enter an event, I would think that you have to you have to have a handicap This card. is the story going around. Right. Maybe after June 1st, he would play with a two. But pre-June 1st, he's playing yeah. with it. a little yeah. salary cap yeah, joke for good. you. It was, no, good. it was a really good, it was a good did, one. Did you hear uh, him talking about his future, too, with the, the crowd? This was uh, It's fun to be here. It's such a great event. Fans are amazing. A lot of people yelling different teams they want me to come to next year, um, which has been fun because uh, we got a little uh, inside bet going about which team's going to have the most fans. But uh, it's been fun. I was going to say that for my last question, but you're leading me right into it. Is there maybe like a favorite color, favorite city that you might have on your mind for next season? I'm just going to say that the uh, predominant uh, team that we hear as we're walking is Raiders. A lot of a lot of Raider fans are encouraging me. A lot of Devontae misses you comments. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we're having some fun with it. It's a great, uh, you know, great event for the fans to come out here, and hopefully we can get back on the course. Anybody who thinks he's on the cusp of retirement no, is crazy. That's he, what I was loves saying. The, he loves the limelight. He is leaning so into this. Yeah. Isn't this pissing off Packer fans? He probably this doesn't has got care. to piss off Packer. Oh, he Pat- doesn't care about right. anybody but himself. Yeah. I mean, he got mad. I remember when Packer fans were booing him at the end of that Detroit game. I think they showed a, uh, they think they showed a clip of him real quick. And I swear to you, I heard him basically or saw him mouth F you. Like, I, I swear to God, I saw where, where it. I think it was at, at the end of the Detroit game when they started to boo him. Oh, yeah, right. With the booing. Yeah, I remember that. Devontae Adams, this was uh, at the Pro Bowl yesterday. Yeah. Can't help but notice you had some fun on social media yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about Aaron Rodgers can move into your neighborhood. Have you started recruiting Aaron Rodgers to be the new Raiders uh, quarterback? Duh. <laughs> why, why, would, why would anybody not do that? I mean, 100%. 
that's my guy, obviously, and wishful thinking, but we'll see what happens. What's your best recruiting pitch? Uh, that I'm here. <laughs> that's great. That's great. I think pretty, that's a pretty good one. Pretty great one. That I love you hit him with, like, the old grade school. Duh. Yeah. That's, Duh. A, that's what LeBron's been doing, too, recently about Kyrie. Yeah. Do you want, you want Kyrie? Duh. Duh. Uh, my good is uh, the unexpected warm weather produced. I tweeted about this. I had a catch. I had a catch with my oldest son yesterday, Mason, in the driveway. A week ago, it was below. Well, a week ago, we had the snow. And then less than a week ago, we had the below zero temperatures. And yesterday and a Sunday, we were complaining, what are we going to do with no football? We were playing catch with the gloves and a baseball. Kachu, you felt like you were Kevin Costner out there. And it was like a gift in the middle, in early February, to play catch with your son, your eight-year-old son, in Chicago with the sun out and to get a catch. That was brilliant. Absolutely loved it. There's nothing replacing that. Was uh, was Mason bringing a heat with the he catch? He was. His arm got better over the the winter too. There you go. It was the other gift that I appreciated. So that was great. What do you What do you got, Mallor? What's your good? For my good, this is a, came as a surprise to me. But how about to SNL turning back the clock and throwing a couple of bangers out there this week? Not sure if you guys caught it. They did quite a few funny uh, skits this past week that certainly surprised me, including. The reimagined new HBO series, the next video game they're adopting. I know you checked it out, uh, The Last of Us. It didn't quite do it for you, Sylvie. It did not, no. But SNL did a spoof on the next video game that they should adopt, which they made uh, Mario Kart. Very funny. I would encourage anyone to go check it out because they did a great job with that. And then they also had a great skit uh, involving wing pits, a a, a wing store and what people can uh, order up for Super Bowl Sunday. I think they knocked it out of the park. So uh, good on SNL. Yeah, they had a good episode. I did try The Last of Us uh, over the weekend. I watched episode one. I didn't mind like the stuff that was happening with the end of the world. I didn't like the different factions, uh, and I, it lost me, and and I gave up. I mean, I don't know if I should have. St- That's I, all right, not yeah. for you. I, I enjoy it though. Yeah. I, I I liked it so. Okay. Well, Tyler, what's your good? My good is the Indiana Hoosiers taking down Purdue, the number one team in the country over the weekend. They almost blew a lead. They had a 15-point halftime lead. Uh, Purdue inched back into it. Zach Eady had 33 points, but uh, Indiana taking down the number one team in the country uh, over the weekend. They needed that, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They really did. Everyone in the Big uh, Ten right now is kind of bunched up in the middle. There's a bunch of teams sitting, I think, at six and four. There's like six or seven teams in the Big Ten for tied for third. Waddle, what's your bad? Uh, I just was seeing this too. Is Tom Brady going to be clogging my Twitter uh, feed for the next foreseeable future? Are you tired of him already? No, but like I got underwear pictures from him. I've got him, you know, pitching. Um, Pitching his movie, all kinds of stuff. It sounds like he's just he's going full speed ahead with everything. Like anyway, my bad though was uh, the, just the entire Kyrie Irving experience. It's yeah. just like I mean, it's bad. I mean, I know he's playing great basketball right now. Right Does now. anyone think this is going to end well? No. Like, what are you going to do? You gave up two ones, two players. I thought it was one one. No, one was one, 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 one two. I thought it was one one, two twos, and two players. Okay, maybe that's what it was. Anyway, you gave up something fairly substantial for a player that's out of contract at the end of this year. 
It just feels, the whole thing feels like it's not going to go well. feels like it's going to be bad. The 1-1 is the 29 first-round pick, which could be when Luka's out of there and it's unprotected. Yeah. So it could be a good one, but it's years down the road. By the way, did you see this, that Brian Flores is accepting the Vikings defensive coordinators game? I did not see that. Yeah. So the old uh, head coach of the Miami uh, Dolphins. Ed, Donah- so- uh, Ed Donatel was definitely... Uh- but that means that Brian Flores will not be getting the Cardinals job. I know he had yes. an interview for their head coaching job. Yes, he is taking the Vikings. Well, he can't do both. That's a good point. Well, yes, and my, my, I think he would probably take the head coaching gig over the D.C., right? I would probably. So. I don't know. With Kyler Murray, one would never know. I know, but Flores is in a weird situation, too, because he sued the league. <laughs> so, um, I, I got a funny story for my, my bad. We, we took an Uber ride to dinner on, uh, we went to Lake Forest, we went to Deer Path, we saw our buddy Fod, a great meal again, Took a we took an Uber ride. Yeah. If you're, as your wife, you know, you get out of the shower, uh, you're in a uh, hurry to get in the Uber, has your wife ever, like, been a little sweaty or, like, you know, wear this, uh, uh, out of the house, a little maybe overly sweaty? No? Never happened to I'm you. I'm sure or, they have. You know when you're Been in a hurry for 32 you're, years. You're in a hurry to get out. So anyway, my wife was in the car with me, and she was a little, a little sweaty, a little warm in the car, rolling down the window a little bit. The Uber driver asked her, Are "You uh, everything okay?" She's like, "Yeah, I'm just a little hot. Let me take off my jacket. Whatever." Like my wife was a little, little, little hot. She she puked. No, she did oh. not get sick. No, not at all. Good. So the, the driver then got a little curious. She said, how old? She goes, can I ask you a question? And my wife said, sure. She goes, how old are you? And then I'm like, uh-oh, what's coming now? Is she looking at me a little older? Is she going to ask her, like, you look younger? She asked for a safe word? She, so she said, 37. I'm 37. She's, oh. She says, could it be? You're premenopausal. Now, let me ask you this question. That's a little personal. Yes. Do you think that's a line the Uber driver should cross on a first-time meeting? Do you think that that's a place that someone should go with someone new to ask somebody just because they may be a little hot? Just because maybe the shower didn't take? Just because they're a little... A little sweaty, a little sweaty that you can ask if they're premenopausal. Sounds like somebody didn't get much of a tip. To say it's certainly a tip. No, no, I, I still tipped twenty uh, percent. Huh. but but I I I, th- I don't think that's it's good. A, it's that was a, my, that's my bad. It is certainly a bold strategy. I will it say is. that. I thought that was a bold strategy. It's somebody that's a little uh, little comfortable in their skin, maybe a little too comfortable. Dr. Would you Uber. Would you ever ask somebody that I you didn't I? know? No. C- can I ask you a question? How old are you? And then follow that up by, do you think you could be premenopausal? Some people talk too much. Certainly not. Something I would go after uh, prior to being tipped. I will say that. I looked at a tip, Drew. Yes. I, I looked at my wife. What'd go, she say? I, I go, I got something for the show on Monday, that's for sure. And I went right to my notepads right there into the phone. I go, are you premenopausal? <laughs> but I could not believe maybe my she, ears. Maybe she's a doctor when she's not driving. Yeah, just doing that. This is yeah, a Maybe it's a public service. She's giving a little advice. That's weird. And my bad. 
Don't ask someone you don't know if they're premenopausal. I don't I, know if you should ask anyone. I was just going to say. I don't even know. Yeah, I think it's a good life strategy. I think the woman was probably think she was doing your wife a favor by what? By alerting her to it. Hey, maybe you should go see your doctor and talk to him or her. Maybe about you should it. start carrying carrying like, around what, what a pocket he, fan. So, so again, like you're asking, why would anybody? Why would anybody ask the question anyway? So yes, their right. motive, if you may, yeah, I mean, that's a person that is overstepping their boundaries. And the reason why they do that is, is they probably think that they're helping you. Can I ask you a question? How old are you? I'm 37. She, she should have said, you know, should have given 37. her. Could it be that you are premenopausal? I did not think that you that was the there. next question. She threw you for a loop. She kept you on your toes. I bet the rest of the ride, you just couldn't wait to hear another question come out of her mouth. And slow driver, too. Super slow, which yeah. is worse than a fast driver, right. in my opinion. Uh, go ahead, Miller. What's your bad? My bad is uh, Steph Curry with the uh, leg injury this weekend. Bummer. He will be out past the All-Star break, and uh, they're going to reevaluate the timeline. But uh, right now, still my uh, most favorite player to watch in the NBA. So always bummed when uh, he goes down with injury. Left leg injury. Yeah. He's going to be out. How long do they say he's going to be out? Well, they haven't given us a definite timeline. It is expected to be after the All-Star break. Yeah. At the very least. And the Warriors are in a fight to you know maintain playoff position in the West. So, not good for them. Tyler? My bad are the Cameron Crazies in the game against uh, uh, UNC. Not once, not twice, not three times. Four times they threw things on the floor. You're supposed to get a technical foul after uh, the second time you throw things on the floor. No technical fouls assessed. Um, the thing about the Cameron Crazies is they care more about being Cameron Crazies than being actual Duke fans. And I don't know how they got away with this one. But it ended up being a, a pivotal you know technical foul. Don't you have enough to worry about with Jim Beheim oh, these that's, days? That's my dirty. Okay, good. We'll yeah. get to all the dirties coming up next. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. A lot of reactions to the premenopausal question from good, bad, and dirty. It was uh, it took me by surprise. I got to tell you that it wasn't even my dirty. What's your dirty, Waddles? Uh, my up. dirty is uh, how uh, Iowa stopped your plans, Orange Crush. Not only did they stop your plans with the ticket thing, they did you dirty by beating your team eighty-one seventy-nine. So I think that, uh, and then didn't they also, they gave the uh, Boys and Girls Club from the local area around there, they uh, introduced them, I think. Yeah, they, they got a standing ovation. They did. So, they deserve uh, a standing ovation. Yeah, they did, they did you all, you orange crush, dirty. They did yeah, you dirty. They crushed you. They won. They crushed your hopes they and won, dreams. They won the, this round. the battle. They won the battle. They did. Who's going to win the war? Don't know. Uh, my dirty is is the Ravens 30 for 30. I watched it yesterday. I told you guys about it. I forgot it was on. Uh, I was watching the Pro Bowl stuff. Or no, for, I was watching the Knicks game. Knicks uh, was on after the 70, Knicks 76ers. And then I happened to be watching that. And sure enough, I heard the 30 for 30 music. And I'm like, oh, there's a new 30 for 30. Oh, it's the Ravens. I cover that Super Bowl. And sure enough, and the reason why I call me, I'm calling it dirty is... Tony Saragusa is in the entire thing. Yeah. And in all the interviews, and they finished the project 
a month before he passed away. Yeah. He looked, I said the first thing I said to you, I saw the first 30 minutes. I'm going to finish it later tonight, I believe. Um, he looked physically as good as I had ever seen him. You know, I've seen Tony on several occasions, hadn't seen him for a long time before he passed. But I thought he looked fantastic. Looked fantastic. And that's why that it's so dirty. Event. Like you see them and you see the way they're, they love each other, yeah. how they're acting. And there's so many moments. He even reflects at the end. You didn't see the whole thing. Yeah, I haven't seen all He of talks with Steve Sable back when he was playing about what he wants his funeral to be like. And then during this piece, they're showing his funeral. Yeah. It's unfair. He was yeah. only 55 years old. So gregarious. So beloved on that team. Um, it's a great documentary. Um, and it's dirty for that reason. But it, it That team gave up by the first 15 minutes. They tell you believe that team gave up just over 10 points per, ga- per 10 game for the six. season. Unbelievable. Yeah. Best defense ever. No. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> but uh, they were very, very good. Very good. Second best defense ever. Maybe. Uh, easy uh, maybe tr- third after the steel curtain. Easy okay. transition, though, to go from the Ravens 30 for 30 documentary to the fact that I had to watch Tyler Huntley quarterback a flag football game yesterday. I enjoyed the flag football aspect of it. It was more that Tyler Huntley was one of the Pro Bowl quarterbacks. Nevertheless, though, in the Pro Bowl games, we did get Pete Davidson scoring the best catch. I knew Pete was going to go 69. That you is, knew he was going to go 69. You see him winking at the camera. <laughs> nice. He went, yeah. I enjoy Pete Davidson. A lot of people did not. There was a lot of negativity towards Pete Davidson being on the broadcast. That's just, those are just haters. Let's be honest. They're all jealous. I, I, I enjoy him. Yeah. I, I like him. What do you, that was, and well done. He, he was funny. What do you got, uh, Tyler, to wrap us up? Jim Beheim is my dirty. He <laughs> goes out after Wake Forest, Pitt, and uh, Miami saying they all bought teams uh, this past season and says in the process that he's got a donor that talks a big game but doesn't actually pay these guys anything. I mean, he's he's on a, an asshole. Or, <laughs> he's on an ass rampage. My apologies there. <laughs> He's been on an ass for the time. bringing the heat. I'm up with them. I'm done. I'm ready to go. That's a first. Did you hit the dump button? I hit the dump I, button. I, I let it yeah. breathe. I didn't. I just I didn't. I, I didn't, can't let it like, breathe. No, I hit it. You let it breathe. Let it breathe. I was like, I don't care. If my producer gets in trouble. <laughs> He's not going to get in trouble. It, I let it breathe. Look, I'll take this suspension for you. <laughs> Sounds good. Nice little trade there. But yeah, no, he's just been uh he's 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 been doing it for a couple months now where he's I just, can call you an ass hat, but why can't yeah. I go there? Like that doesn't make any sense. Because well, you can say hat on the air, you just Because it's so weird. Language la- yeah. language whoa, whoa. language is weird. It's dumb. Yeah. It is dumb. It's dumb. It's stupid. It's like nudity. Who cares? Jim Beheim, I don't know what's going on with him. I'm done. Well, I think Tyler just told you. 95% of people still want him to coach. 95% of fans. There's not a chance that's true. Not a chance. It's a poll conducted by uh, the by, Beheim, by, by, by only the Beheim research yeah, yeah. group. A buddy sent it out on his Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. All right. Um, good. Well Tyler's the MVP of today's show. That's Please great. self-report, Tyler. There is a... Uh, There is more talk about a Bears-Colts trade. We will discuss that coming up next.